How can you leverage audio content, the power of voice, to build an extremely powerful personal brand that you can leverage and gain thought leadership and an abundance of opportunities? That's what we're going to be talking about today in Nez Nation Live, the Personal Branding 101 podcast. Hello, I am so excited to have you with us. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for letting us play a little bit in your eardrums. We are so grateful to you. Um, If you're new to this show, this is a show where we talk about everything that's happening in 21st century digital media, communications, and business, helping you to create your own course to freedom and leverage all these opportunities by building an amazing personal brand online. And if you're new to who I am, I'm Professor Nez. I'm a LinkedIn consultant. I run an online agency where we do content marketing. We do uh, online marketing, Facebook marketing, life coaching, executive career coaching, helping you with your message, bringing a little more humanness to this digitalness. That's the mantra of the show. And we're so excited to have you. And please hit that subscribe button. Make sure that you leave us a review because we do give shout outs for um, extra unique reviews that really touch upon the relevancy and demonstrate that they've been paying attention and getting a lot out of the podcast. We really appreciate you guys so much. Today's show, this is episode 20. I can't think of a better guest to have on for episode 20 of Nez Nation Live. He's a dear friend of mine. He is huge in the space of live streaming, and I'm talking about none other than Mr. Ross Brand. He has been leveraging Alexa Flash briefings. He has two or three podcasts. Seems like he's got a brand new podcast um, coming up almost every year. He's been he has an insane background in broadcasting and radio. And today, you know, he's going to come talk to us about, well, actually, it's not today. We recorded this. Most of you guys might not know this, but we record all of these podcasts live on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Nez Nation Live. Go over there. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes. Go over there, hit that like and see first button, follow button so that we would love to have you participate in the chat. When I invite these amazing guests on, I want you there engaged in the chat, asking questions, contributing, participating. It really means the world to us and it allows for a better show. That's what live stream podcasting is all about. So uh, make sure that you do that. And Ross is going to teach us. You really got to pay attention in this show. This I said it in the actual conversation and it's pre-recorded, obviously, because we already went live um, a while ago. Um, and I said it in the actual show itself that this might be the most important show all year because not too many people are talking about audio and audio content. And I'm not just talking podcasting. There's innumerable forms of creating audio content to leverage your personal brand. And Ross digs deep into what are those ways and how we all of us can leverage them. So you don't want to miss this show. You don't want to, you might want to rewind this. You might want to take notes because you're going to get a lot. Um, One more thing before we get into the actual live stream, I want to mention our sponsor. Our sponsor, as always, is beyondtheboxacademy.com. This is the ultimate online training academy in the entire internet, on the entire internet, where you can learn everything about. We have a flagship course on personal branding. We're creating brand new content every month on communications, self-awareness, self-investigation, understanding your business, online business, lead generation, traffic generation, marketing, you name it. It's all about discovering your purpose, communicating your message, and impacting your audience. Go to beyondtheboxacademy.com, enroll today. You do not want to miss out. You can learn everything you want from an actual professor, not just a marketing guy, but an actual professor, somebody who's been teaching for over 25 years. Without further ado, let's jump right into the show. I am so excited to present to you this interview with Ross Brand. Have fun, enjoy it, and make sure that you put it to use because that's what this show is all about. We want applicable, tangible applications for all of you guys. Cue the music.
this is the fun stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> through the magic of live streaming, you know, through the magic of live streaming, this is what I love about it. Welcome to Nez Nation Live. Yes, this is it. This is see, even professional broadcasters, <laughs> which we most certainly are, <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, so I just clicked over, and I think because of the timing of it, Ross, I think it goes live. Uh, automatically because it it has to meet that time. Does that make sense? So it gives uh, you like a five minute window and then it just yeah, goes live. That's exactly right. So we are actually live right now. And you know, probably that's best because <laughs> you and I, you and I can talk for seven hours. Yeah. So <laughs> we're you know. gonna figure out when we were gonna start. Well, here we are. <laughs> here we are. We're actually live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nez Nation Live. You know, I love this. I actually love this because I said this with Brad when Brad was on, Ross. I said, you know, sometimes I, I just want to go live and not do the whole, hey, you know, welcome to the show kind of thing. Sometimes it's just cool to get the bloopers and get the sort of, you know, the imperfections. So this is kind of cool. Welcome, welcome, everybody, one and all. I am your host, Professor Nez. This is Nez Nation Live, the personal branding podcast live stream show. This is where you come and you learn everything you need to know to build your credibility, build your authority, build your personal brand so that you can leverage opportunities for your career, your business, and others. And I have an amazing guest on today. Guys, I think this just might be one of the most important live streams you see all year. I know you can see my guest on the uh, screen. He is a dear, dear friend, and I'm going to introduce him in a second. Let me tell you what you're going to get in this video. And please share this out because you want to share this out to as many people as possible because you're going to learn uh, some things that you may not know, or maybe you think you know, and you may just be surprised. A lot of us are trying to build content to build and leverage our credibility and our thought leadership online. And a lot of us are using video. Hey, Sethi, good to see you. Come on in. A lot of us are using, you know, written content. A lot of us are using visual content, photographic content, but we're not talking a lot about audio content. And in this live stream today, you're going to learn how you should be viewing, perceiving, and maybe even utilizing audio content for your own personal brand. And without further ado, <laughs> with that funky, uh, <laughs> that funky start, you know, Ross, I don't, I know you don't expect anything less. <laughs> Let me introduce to you uh, from Livestream Universe. You guys all know him. Most of you guys all know him. He is a huge figure in the live streaming world, much respected broadcaster. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ross Brand. How are you, Ross? I'm good. Thanks for having me on, Professor. And um, it's great to to talk about um, audio content. It's not something that I, I've talked about on on a lot of shows, so I'm I'm looking forward to getting into that with you. I know you're doing good stuff over on your podcast, and uh, yeah, that was a fun way to start. I. I <laughs> I'm looking forward to going back and seeing what the heck we were talking about when all of a sudden we were live. Actually, I think it was okay. I think it, we were talking right about how we go live with the setup or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's actually all on me. Uh, uh, you know, Ross is obviously the true professional as exemplified by that opening. But, uh, you know, this is the first time that I've used a third party encoder with this software. And, um, you know, I talked to a client recently. You kind of learn as you go. This is kind of yeah. how it works. You can, you know, you can consult with the experts or so-called experts, but really nothing teaches like experience. So uh, now I know. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. It's like getting pushed into the pool, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very well said, Ross. And, and I got to tell you, uh, it's such a pleasure and an honor to have you, my friend. You know, you and I go way back. Uh, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. I can't wait to jump into it. Um, tell us a little bit about what you're up to, though. I mean, I know you're doing amazing stuff in audio. You you definitely are the live stream dude. You're the live stream guy we all look to and we all look up to. Tell us uh, a little bit about what's going on, what's happening with you, and then we can jump right into the uh, the uh, audio stuff, which I'm really sure. Sure. So I, I've been busy doing uh, live stream deals. It's a monthly show uh, where I feature four products or services for live streamers, podcasters and content creators. 
and um, each each segment's about 15 minutes and somebody comes on who represents the product, either the founder, CEO, head of marketing, whoever it might be. Um, and it's a chance for them to talk about their product and, you know, tell the story and, and why live streamers, podcasters and content creators can benefit from it. So I do that live show on Facebook on a, on a monthly basis. And the response has been really good. So um, I love also that show. I love it. Thank you. I, and I also made a podcast from it. So if I have four guests, it, it, it turns into like a weekly podcast now. I'm not saying I've been distributing it on a weekly basis, but that's <laughs> that's the idea, right? So, right. Um, you know, sometimes I'll do two in a week or three, and then sometimes I'll go a week or two. But eventually the idea is you have four guests on uh, one monthly show, and then you have four, you have a weekly podcast. So each product gets its own space on the podcast. And then I'm doing, a, a, well, not daily in the summer, but it will get back to being daily. Um live stream universe update flash briefing yeah. which i also distribute as a podcast which is about a minute and a half to two minutes and and so that's also an opportunity to share clips and do stuff from live stream deals as as, as well as talk about what other live streamers and podcasters and content creators do and that that mostly focuses on you know if there's some news uh related to live streaming and then what are the shows you can watch that day based on, you know, what I've seen promoted that looks interesting. And, uh, or if the other way, if there was something good that happened on a show or whatever, then I'll, uh, I may grab a clip if it's okay with the creator and go back and include that there. But we'll talk more about how the, the, uh, the flash briefings come together as, as we go on. And then I also have a, a podcast called brand on broadcasting, which I sometimes do live. And I sometimes do, interviews and that's pretty new it's uh, just a couple months old and you'll see me sometimes just go live at like uh, 11 at night because i have something i want to talk <laughs> about related or midnight to broadcasting and you know open up a seat for people to jump in or whatever or uh maybe i'll do an interview or do something pre-recorded it's just kind of whatever i feel like talking about with broadcasting I think it's just terrific. Uh, and, and I know, I mean, a lot of people might not know this about you, Ross, but you come from an extensive uh, background in broadcasting, don't you? Yeah, I worked in radio for, for 12 years. I was actually a sportscaster. I worked in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. I worked in Charlottesville, Virginia, and then at different stations in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. And uh there are probably other places I'm not remembering. It's like <laughs> I was moving every year. <laughs> yes, but yeah, I had a nice run in in, in broadcasting as a host and uh, um, reporter, anchor, play by play announcer. I did a little of everything uh, along the way. Uh, but one of the things I did when I was in radio is I did uh, sportscasts, sports updates every half an hour, right? And so like. Throughout a day, I might do six to 12 of those, uh, depending on whether I was doing it on one station or two stations at the same time that were located next to each other. Uh, so that was a perfect kind of model for flash briefings, which is like a minute and a half to two minutes. It's quick. It's the headlines. It's what's happening. Uh, maybe you include a little audio. It's get in, get out. It's it's snackable content that somebody, you know, they can go learn more about it if they'd like to, or in the case of radio, they can stay tuned and you'll probably end up talking about it on the show that's coming up or that's in progress. Um, but I, I think that was a, a great, a great preparation, uh, doing, doing those kind of updates in, in radio and also hosting shows. Um, uh, and I think you'll find that, that live streaming in a lot of ways is more like radio than podcasting is. And I know that kind of sounds weird because radio's audio and podcasting's audio, but most radio shows are done live, right? Most shows right. are, there's a call in element, there's yeah. interaction, they're trying to generate conversation. Obviously, there are differences in that there are breaks, there are a lot of breaks for commercials and things like that. 
uh, but also people coming in and out. So I, I feel like, you know, uh, like when I found Blab, to me, that was like talk radio, but we just added the webcams to it. Right. <laughs> so a couple of years later, I've kind of learned that it's good to look at the camera occasionally and things like that. <laughs> but, you know, um, you can really do a radio style show on live streaming and just, you know, yes. add in a web camera and, um, the chat is definitely different than radio or TV, but the concepts are kind of similar, uh, but you need to learn social as well as you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you know, my Nez Nation audience and, and guys, so good to see you guys. Make sure if you have questions ready for uh, Ross Brand, I'm going to get to that later. We have a lot to talk about, but uh, feel free in the chat to uh, leave any questions you might have for our guests, and I'll make sure to be monitoring the comments. I mean, you know, my my audience knows that, and, and they a lot of them know about you as well, Ross. Mm-hmm. Uh, the few that don't, screw them. No, I'm kidding. But, um, <laughs> but, but, you know, here's the cool thing is you and I love live streaming. We're live streaming advocates, like huge live streaming advocates. Right. And we all know the power of video. And if you don't know the power of video, this has become, I mean, the stats are, I think Google released something that 80% of content by 2020 is going to be video content. And a lot of us know that when we go on our feeds, we see video all over Instagram. We see video all over Facebook. We see video all over. Even now, you know, I've been talking about this for over a year. LinkedIn video is absolutely right. huge. There's a huge content creation contingent now on LinkedIn. You're starting to see YouTubers. I just saw Sean Cannell on there, who's creating a lot of content on LinkedIn, uh, who's a big YouTuber. Nick Nimmin is creating a lot of content on YouTube, uh, on uh, LinkedIn. A lot of big YouTubers are, are, you know, transitioning onto different platforms. Something that we don't talk a lot about, and I know you mentioned Alexa Flash briefings, and I want your definition of that. Mm-hmm. Something that we don't talk a lot about of, and, and we know that, that, that podcasting is, podcasting has been around for a long time. But something that we don't talk a lot about is for, you know, people who are, don't have millions and millions of followers creating that. I like what you said, that snackable audio content to build our personal brand, to create and leverage our credibility out there in the online space. Why do you think, Ross, why I want to I want to ask you, why should we be considering audio content as part of our strategy? Well, I mean, it's going to be th- these voice-activated devices, right? The um, one that has ALXEA, so I don't set off everybody's device. Um, <laughs> you know, the Amazon has one. Google has Google Home. Um, and and ha- new houses Apple, are being Apple built. has one too, right? Right, Apple right. Pod or something. Yeah. And, and new houses are being built, and these are being included in, in, in houses. And I... I don't remember what the statistic was, whether it was 50 million or 100 million or 90 million or some some ridiculous number of homes were going to have these by um, the turn of the next decade. Yeah. Um, and that that's that's what, a year and a half away. Um, and so that's the way we see. I think search is going to be going. That's the way a lot of our communication is going to be going. And so we think of branding as your colors and your logo and, you know, the images you put out and the, the, the general feeling you get when you see uh, the company's logo and the company's colors and the company's. And of course it, it deals also with what the company delivers and there's much more to it than the visual, but visual branding is, is, is usually a huge element for right. a business and it's even more so on the enterprise level. Well, at some point, I think our brands are gonna gonna need to have a, an audio or a voice, and that's gonna be as much a part of our brand because if you're communicating with these brands on smart speakers, what does that brand sound like? Yes, it can be the device's little computerized voice, but I'm not sure that that's what people really want to listen to and interact with. I know if I if I enable a flash briefing and we'll get more into the to the definition and, and what those are. But if I enable a flash briefing and I hear that computerized voice like they're just having that read headlines. Yeah, probably not enabling that 
because that's not what I want to hear. I want to hear a person talking to me about their business or their industry or uh, what's happening in the news or whatever. It's hard so, to have a conversation with Siri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's, I a mean, tough, so she's a tough cookie, Ross. <laughs> yeah, she she she's rough, man. You you, you got to <laughs> ask that question just right or she'll take it a whole new direction. You, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she doesn't play. Yeah, she don't play at all. She does not play around. <laughs> but so think about that. Like for you and I and other people who are solopreneurs, small business owners, obviously our voice is kind of the voice of the brand, right? I mean, it's natural that we would either speak for our, our, you know, with your personal brand, of course, it's your voice, right? But with a bigger company with multiple employees and customers and, you know, a lot of customers in different locations and stuff. What does that voice sound like? Is it serious? Is it quirky? Is it, you know, what is the right voice for that brand? Is it male, female, younger, more mature? Is it, um, you know, is it is it short phrases? Is it somebody who speaks in full sentences or paragraphs? I mean, there's, yeah. there's a lot. of I, I don't even know what all the elements are because this hasn't really been talked about a lot. But this is coming, I think. Yeah. And and so when when people do flash briefings and that's basically a minute and a half to three minutes. Yes, you could put a full podcast on it. Yes, you could put 10 minutes on it. But people want to get quick things like the news, the weather, the sports, the stocks, the, you know, update on live streaming, update on podcasting, update on the tech headlines, update on on whatever they're interested in. Um, and there's there's different ones all across the board. But what I think is is valuable, valuable about it is eventually there's going to probably be a way to connect right from there to purchasing a product, right? Oh, like, yeah. Talk about, you you could talk about uh, doing LinkedIn profiles or doing career coaching, How and cool then is that? you know, and then somebody can say you know, device purchase, you know, yeah, purchase, uh, a session with with Professor Nez or whatever. So, I, what it's going to be exactly? It like it's about convenience, right, Ross? Yeah, it's yeah, really I convenient. Mean, every you 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 hit it a hundred percent because everything we do is like. Something new comes along and you go, why do I need texting when there's email? Right. Like, right. It's just another way to communicate with people. And then you realize, wow, it's so much faster when you're going somewhere and you're meeting somebody to just send them a text versus like go into an email and all. So eventually you're going to go, why do I need to log into my computer or my phone when I can just ask a question? Right. Like, why do I need to type in an address or type in find something when I can just say it? And I can just ask the device. You can just go into your, exactly. you know, what time is it? What's the temperature outside? Like, yes, it, it, it's so quick to do that with your phone. But at, at one point, it was quick to do that with a with a web page or whatever. Yeah. And now it's going to be quicker even to do that with voice. So I think, you know, thinking about voice search and voice branding and all these things that aren't being talked about a lot, but it's coming. And what yeah. Form it's going to shape. I don't know exactly, but um, and then there's going to be a lot of customer service kind of stuff with it too. I think, um, you know, and it may not be a brand doing customer service so much as like your calendar. You're doing. Uh, I mean, you can already do shopping lists and calendar notifications and all sorts of things, alarms and you know reminders and and I, I mean I I haven't I haven't gotten into all that other stuff as much as I have the flash briefing side of things. And by the way, Sethi says types who types anymore. Yeah. Right. <laughs> shorter, so, so Sethi says the shorter, I'm just kind of jumping in the chat real quick, Ross. Mm -hmm. Sethi says the shorter, the inquiry, the more voice has an edge. Very interesting. Gary says, I'm fascinated by Alexa going to get some daily motivational podcasts on there. Three to five minutes. Hey Ross, we mentioned Alexa flash briefings. Hey, good to see you, Kevin. Great to see you. Um, why don't you why don't you tell us, because I know there's a lot of people who have really no idea. I think this is really uncharted territory. And, mm -hmm. and I, I do believe that convenience is the ultimate magnet for attention. And mm -hmm. I think that audio and audio content and the fact that smart devices are becoming more vocalized and vocal right. kind of 
Uh, yeah, I, I think that this is interesting to maybe give our audience a sort of like, you know, a, a strict definition. What is an Alexa skill? What is an Alexa flash briefing? Do you mind, Ross, kind of just going into that for people who have yeah. no idea? I mean, I, for one, I sort of get it. <laughs> right, right. Even, even myself, I say even myself, like I'm some all-knowing. <laughs> even the great Nez doesn't doesn't have a look we're we're all learning about this stuff um it, this is this is a whole new vocabulary a skill is something that that you create that performs a task or provides you content or uh whatever it is that you're using the device for you can create a skill for that and um for most skills there's coding involved and there's some understanding but there's also a wealth of skills that people have already created so mm. people sometimes will create a skill or a a podcast host will create a skill in which you can listen to different podcasts through that skill. Uh, nice. A flash briefing is a specific type of audio content that's intended to be 10 minutes or less. And like I said, I think two to five, two to one and a half to two minutes to three minutes, maybe up to five minutes is probably best for those because people really do want to listen to a whole bunch of them at once and get the information that they're looking for. So it's a faster, the flash briefing, it's, you know, you go to the newspapers, let's say in the old days, you want to read in depth the news, right? You turn on the radio, you get the headlines. Um, well, flash briefing is you don't have to wait for that top of the hour, or bottom of the hour or whatever. You just say, you know, device, play my flash briefing or what's my flash briefing. And you've lined up a bunch of different audio um, audio bites that you've enabled and you'll hear your news, your sports, your whatever it is you pick, right? That's you can so pick cool. five, yeah. five different tech updates or three different ones related to live streaming. Um, so if I wanted to find out what's the latest in live streaming, what's the latest in in broadcasting on the on online, or what's the latest that's happening in podcasting, I turn on my Ross brand Alexa Flash briefing, right? There you go, and there I get and I get I get. It's kind of cool. It's almost like it's almost like uh, dare I say this, but it's almost like a stories version of audio. Like you get your quick hmm. bite size kind of. Um, you know, uh, info or, or up to the minute, you know, what's happening in somebody's life or somebody's, uh, a business. That's kind of cool. It's just really right. quick. It's exact. I mean, it sounds, it sounds pretty self-explanatory flash briefing. So it's a briefing that's very fast. I'm assuming. Right. right? Am, I, right. am I as dumb as I, am I as dumb as I think I am, Ross? I think that was very well put, <laughs> Um, and you can go to, you can go to uh, the Amazon website, the famous Amazon website, and you can search for them. Um, you, you can, you can put say Ross brand in quotes in a, in a search bar and you'll, you'll see my, my flash briefing come up in, in, in the search results. Or you can go to livestreamuniverse.com slash A-L-E-X-A, <laughs> livestreamuniverse.com slash A-L-E-X-A, and that will redirect you to that Amazon page. We'll and put all that stuff in the show notes for sure, but nice little shameless plug there, Ross. Hey, come on. I do what I do. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> can anybody, let me ask you this, Ross, can any content creator, can any, what's the, uh, what's the application like to enable or to start creating these, you know, I love what, I love your description, the sort of snackable right. audio content. What's the, uh, what's the vetting process like? So you have to create, it's sort of like creating a podcast and that you have to create an RSS feed. Okay. Uh, and you have to enable uh, the, What's it called? It's like Amazon developer or Alexa developer oh, okay. like that. Okay. And um, doing the doing the uh, flash briefings are easier than creating other types of skills because there's no coding involved. But it's still a a process and there's a lot of little rules and things you have to follow uh, or you can get tripped up and whatever. But if you follow them all and they, there is a, there is a guide that kind of walks you through, but it's, it's a, it's a little hit or miss the first couple of times you try and do it. <laughs> yeah. um, but you'll get, you can get through it. Um, 
or, you know, there are people who can help you. Uh, Livestreamuniverse.com slash contact. Livestreamuniverse.com slash contact. <laughs> if you do need help with uh, creating that flash briefing or invoicing it or other services. Uh, okay, I'll stop now. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you but, know, just what, keep going. Is there, you have any, I'll list all the links, Russ. Yeah, yeah put them all out there. <laughs> I'll just put a, I'll put a, you know what I should do? I'll put a billboard back here. Livestreamuniverse.com. <laughs> There you go. There you go. That's not a bad idea. (laughs) Just put a lower third up that continually. Um, But but seriously, like um, what you want to do is you walk through that process and then you apply and maybe a day or two later you hear back and either they approve it or they tell you what you didn't, what you didn't do or need to do. And then you got to go back in and change that around. But um, there's a lot of little rules that you'll see and you just got to follow that. Um, but you don't have to code it. So um, that's that's one benefit of creating that. But once once you created that, then it's a matter of um, putting out content and then then you're on your own schedule and you can choose. Do I want to do something daily? Do I want to do it weekly or a couple times a week or whatever? If you do it less than weekly, I think you start to get forgotten. About, right? Oh, yeah, I bet. So and it doesn't correct me if I'm wrong, Russ, but it's kind of. Uh, it's a flash briefing. It's not something that is stored on the actual platform, right? It, it, it basically you need to host it yourself. So you got to go okay. to a podcast host like uh, Libs and Spreaker, Blueberry, one, right. one of those is, you know, WordPress.com has hosting, not WordPress.org. Uh, you don't want to host WordPress.org. On your, I mean, don't I, host I it on, your, on your website host unless you're using a WordPress.com or a uh, what's the other one? Squarespace or some Squarespace. of those? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually on Squarespace. But what I'm talking about, I know what you're talking about. I'm not talking about hosting it on your own. I'm talking about when it when you release it. Like right. on iTunes, right? You release a podcast. It's there forever. Like you can go back 10 years later and it's going to be as on. As long as you keep it up on your host. As long as you keep it up on your host. So Alexa... Alexa flash briefings, they don't, they don't, they're not ephemeral is my point, right? They're not like, they don't come and go. You can always go back and check them on Amazon as long as you oh, still host oh, it. What happens is uh, you, you get like five and then it doesn't go deeper into your RSS. Oh, okay, five. cool. Okay. So somebody That's can go back depending on how many you leave up there. Now okay. I tend to turn off. If I'm doing a daily one, because mine is so focused on what's going on that day that I tend to turn off the one like I, I make. I just set it to private the and on feed right. uh, after I do that, because I don't want somebody to unsubscribe because, OK, I had to sit through three of Ross's in order to get to somebody else's. I assume they want to hear what's going on that day. And then I have a separate. Uh, sort of like podcast feed, which is really identical. But if somebody wants to go back and listen to one from three months ago, they can do it. <laughs> you know, they can do it there. And by the way, I want to vouch for Ross. Uh, and I'm going to talk about what you think are the best practices in just a second, uh, sure. uh, Ross. And Sefi, I want to get to your question. That's a great question. But uh, I I listening to Ross, this is another big reason, never mind the fact that obviously we're great pals and we're colleagues and we have great respect for each other. But, you know, I wanted Ross to be on here specifically about this topic, which, by the way, this is exclusive. He hasn't really talked about this on other shows. He hasn't talked about his, you know, his strategy for audio and what he's been kind of garnering in his audio content, how he's been executing um, he really does a phenomenal job. If you want to learn how to do an Alexa flash briefing, I would highly recommend. And, you know, we were kind of joking earlier, but I'm going to leave all of his links in the show notes uh, on the podcast and in the comments here on the actual live stream. I'll have Ross go in there. Ross, you have carte blanche. You know this. You can go in there and leave as many links as you want. He'll probably leave about a thousand. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, on a serious note, he really does execute Alexa flash briefing. I've listened. I mean, not that I've listened to a, a ton of them, but I've listened to enough to know that I think Ross does it better than anybody in the business. And oh, thank you, Nez. I, I, I really do mean that. it. You do such a great job with that snackable audio content, which is why I'm so, you know, uh, pleased and honored to have you on the show today. Um, Sethi says, 
Does this work through the Alexa app, Ross, or only Alexa device? Can you answer that? Uh, I think you have to listen to it on the device. You can use the app on your phone to enable it. Uh, you, you you can use your app on, on the phone to manage your flash briefings, which ones you enable, which ones you uh, have active, and which ones you may want to make inactive because you don't necessarily want them to to play on a specific day or, you know, uh, you want to keep the list shorter, but you want to be subscribed to more. I don't know. That That's a terrible explanation. What I'm basically <laughs> saying, you can manage the order and who you subscribe to and who's active through the app, but you listen through the smart speaker. As far as I know that, that there's no rush. way to listen through the app. But and you, you can do some stuff through the app. Like you can message people through the app, I think. Oh, cool. There's there's a lot of different things. I mean, you, you could spend like days figuring out, uh, weeks figuring out all the different stuff you can do with these devices. Well, oh, yeah, I bet. And it's probably like, you know, updating constantly, right, Ross? They're probably tweaking it themselves and changing it all the time. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, this is still I mean, this is still sort of early adopter infancy territory. Right. And this is why I think it's important we talk about this, because yeah. I want you guys, Nez Nation, and as well as, you know, uh, um, anybody who's not into necessarily running an online business or, <laughs> you know, people who are just, you know, trying to establish their ethos, establish their credibility, their career. <laughs> I truly believed creating this type of audio content and getting in early because it's all about attention. Right, Ross? Right. right. You know, I, I really think convenience is the magnet for attention. And, you know, we, Ross and I visited, you know, Vid Summit last year. We're probably going to go again this year. I think you are definitely going this year, right? I booked the flight and <laughs> the hotel already. So I'm <clears throat> locked in. <laughs> Unless there's a tsunami. Ross, yeah, there's, no, be- there's no getting out of it now. <laughs> Yeah, there, there really isn't. And, and expect a bear hug from yours truly. You know, I give the traditional Nez bear hug, which Ross loves, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Hands to yourself at the conference. Ross, Ross usually wears a, a sign around his neck. No touching. Yeah. <laughs> and I completely disregard that. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, you know, we we hear all sorts of so-called experts and thought right. leaders talk a lot about. I'm not going to mention his name. We all know who he is. But, you know, talking about how voice is the future, podcasting is the future, uh, you know, and, and that's interesting. And this is this is still something that I don't see a lot of content creators talking about. But if you're not necessarily a strict content creator and you just want to produce something that establishes yourself, establishes your credibility, I think what Ross is talking about here is go where the convenience is. And this is convenient because with audio, correct me if I'm wrong, Ross, Mm-hmm. You can do so many things at once, whereas with video and with written content and visual content, you pretty much have to pay attention solely to that if you're going to get anything out of it. Am I incorrect in that, Ross? Um, not sure. Do I know? <laughs> do, I, do I? Do I? Did I make any sense there, Ross? <laughs> I, I guess it depends. I mean, what, what's what's nice about the audio content is that your avenues for distribution and the ability for people to listen to it on their own terms without necessarily uh, Wi-Fi, you know, a podcast can be downloaded into your phone. It can be listened on your computer. It can be, you know, can be burned on a disc. It could be any, do people still use those things? Like it could be a number of different ways you want to consume that, right? To watch this show live or to watch the replay, you need to have internet connection. You need to be able to, uh, you know, you need a computer or a phone or whatever for 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 listening to uh, a podcast. Yeah, you need you may need a phone or a computer, but you don't need that bandwidth, right? So you can take it with you on the train. You can take it with you. You can listen to it in the car as you're driving. You can, you know, listen to it on while you're having lunch at work or whatever without at the gym know. walking yeah, your dog. Exactly. I mean, that's and, what I mean. I think that's what I was trying to say, Ross. Didn't I say that? <laughs> Well, oh, that's what you meant. So, like, you have to really focus on it. I, I was yeah. thinking from the creator. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah, meant yeah, yeah. I the meant- consumer. It's the most. It's the most flexible in terms of how you can consume it while doing other things. Right? I think you, you said it. I think you said it a lot better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> Your, yours probably made a little bit more sense. But yeah, that's what I basically was trying to kind of point towards. Is that. 
I think that the number one thing that you need to think about when you're um, trying to garner attention, which, you know, we all want the kind of attention that's going to help us with our brand and help us leverage opportunities. What is the most convenient way to get to them? And audio to me as a consumer, let me clarify, right? most sense because it is something I, I mean, I, I've never in my entire life, Ross, listen to more podcasts and podcasting has been around for 20 years, if not longer, but I've never in my life listened to more podcasts than I have now in my entire life. Right. And I usually listen to it while I'm drunk because of exactly what Ross said at the top of the show, cars, homes. I mean, everything's getting smartified, right? Everything's getting connected, this hyper connectivity. So you guys, everybody, Nez Nation, you guys listening to this podcast, watching this live stream, Think about this. Think about what Ross is talking about. And we're going to get into maybe other forms. One thing I wanted to ask you, Ross. I like that smartified, if, by the way. Yeah. Isn't that cool? You <laughs> see, sometimes I come up with cool words. Yeah, that, that'll be in the dictionary in like three <laughs> that'll years. That'll be in the dictionary. Smartified. Maybe smartified. one day those, maybe one day those are getting smartified. <laughs> Some are getting stupefied, but this one's getting smartified. <laughs> Maybe one day they'll smartify Nez and he'll actually say something coherent. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this, Ross. Sure. If I create an Alexa flash briefing, mm -hmm. if somebody has an Apple, what is it? The Google pod or Apple home? What the hell is it called? I can't remember. I don't know what the Apple one's called. Apple pod. Well, yeah, I think that's right. Can, can they listen to it on those devices or only strictly on Amazon echo or Amazon Alexa? Yeah, you, that if a flash briefing would be for that, then you need to create it or find another way to get it on uh, the other devices. So, okay, so this is this is what like, I wanted to ask you about. Yeah, go ahead. Was distribution? So, Alexa flash briefing definitely is something we should be thinking about. Mm -hmm. um, what other like I I don't I know you know kind of creating a podcast that can be something that's sort of nebulous and, and, and a lot of people might be like, Oh, great. I'll just create a podcast. What, what other forms of audio content? I know you just came back from podcast movement, which is one of the biggest conferences in the world for podcasting and audio. What else is there that you think that we Nez nation should be thinking about when it comes to producing audio content and getting on all these smart speakers, because correct me if I'm wrong, Ross, but these smart speakers are becoming more and more prevalent. Are they not? Yeah, definitely. Um, and they're going to be, you know, and so it, getting that skill set down, learning how to do it now and getting 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 some territory, right? Clearing some yep. land for yourself in the wild, wild west of uh, of smart speakers is is a good idea so that when it becomes a business necessity, when it becomes the place that everybody goes for information, you have a leg up on the person who has to figure it out that day. And the more you do these, the better you'll get at them. So uh, it's much like live streaming was three or four years ago, right? Exactly. In because you wanted to learn it and get good at it. And, um, you know, I mean, live still has a huge place. So we don't want to live and video um, is what people really enjoy in the moment and, and being a part of. So that has a huge place. Uh, but the ability to put your voice in somebody's home or your voice in somebody's office uh, where you're the one that they go to to get information and they hear you every day through that speaker that sits by their bed or sits by their desk. That's powerful. I mean, that is yeah. huge. You talk about attention and access and everything. Um, and so there's different ways. I mean, I think you can do the you can take the traditional podcast route. And by the way, a podcast could be a one minute daily podcast or a one minute weekly podcast, or it could be a four hour long form. It could, th there's no rules in terms of what you have to do with that space and how long you have to make it. So you can do short form snackable in podcast form. You can do it in long form. Traditionally, the way, you know, it goes and not to get super technical, but you create an RSS feed, you have a through a host and then that host, through there, you take that RSS feed and you distribute it to the different um, entities, the different direct directory. Right. So you, you're not really uploading a podcast to iTunes. You're submitting the RSS feed to the iTunes 
store, which is really just a directory. And so they pull like when somebody requests it, they get sent through to the file that comes from your host. So they're not listening. Now, there are some like Spotify, I believe, copies your file and brings it into its own ecosystem. So, you know, if you wanted to know how many listens you had on Spotify, for example, you wouldn't go back to your your main host where you created the RSS feed. You'd have to find that information out from Spotify because they're making a copy of your file. And when uh, I actually asked really sort quickly, of super uh, technical and off the topic. So just no, no, no. That, you, that, you, can, you can edit that out. Later. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. This none of this is going to go on the air. No, I'm kidding. Oh, OK, all right. All right. We're good to- <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like but just really- the part where livestream universe dot com slash contact if you need help with any of this stuff. <laughs> That's the only part we need to include. That's the other. Actually, the whole show is just going to be that URL. Um, no, but but you know what's interesting about Spotify, and, and this is a this is a little bit more technically based. Right. What's interesting about Spotify because we're talking about attention. When I tell my students, Ross, check this out, guys. Nez Nation, listen to this. When I tell my students, hey, you should check out my podcast, you know, because you know me, I promote myself everywhere I go. Right. <laughs> Much like Ross. Yeah, and I mean, a, say, captive, a captive audience like students. I mean, how can you not? Right? How can you not? I've mean, got to leverage that. But they say, you know, in the oh, syllabus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I should make that a requirement. Yeah. But you, you know what <laughs> you I do? Buy is, these is textbooks that... and subscribe to Nez Nation yeah. the following <laughs> app. Yeah, I'm sure the university would love that. <laughs> But but actually, what's really interesting is, is that the first thing they say to me is they go, are you on Spotify? So they listen. Wow. Basically, what they were telling me is that they listen to they listen to podcasts on Spotify, which was like, oh, okay. you guys don't listen to it on iTunes. You don't listen to it on Google Play or what have you. No, we listen to it on Spotify. So listen to what Ross is saying about the different directories the the kind of go-to ones, Ross, correct right. me if I'm wrong, are like the Stitcher and Google Play and iTunes. I mean, definitely, I think you need to be on Alexa somehow, Alexa skill, which it's because it's there and it's right. huge attention and it's unchartered. But Spotify, I think, is a lot of uh, a lot of podcasters and audio content creators may not be thinking mm-hmm. that Spotify is a place to go for your podcast. I, for one... From what I've observed, that's definitely a big place to go. Plus, it's a cool brand to leverage. Yeah. I mean, it's just cool to be able to say, like, hey, find me on Spotify, right? Yes. I mean, um, but I, I do think, based on what you're saying, that there's the potential of reaching a lot of people on Spotify and, and podcasting still fairly new there. Uh, but get on Spotify, get on uh, iHeart, get on TuneIn. Because ALXEA pulls, like, you can request, uh, let me listen. I'd like to listen to Nez Nation live from iHeart or from Spotify or from TuneIn, and it will go into that directory and pull your podcast, which is different than a flash briefing where you're submitting the RSS feed to uh, Amazon. Basically, any podcast and I believe it's iTunes. I know it's TuneIn. I know it's iHeart. And I believe that they pull it from Spotify as well because they pull everything else. You know, you can listen to music from Spotify. So I, I assume, you can, you know, it'll pull your podcast from Spotify as well. So just by getting your podcast or audio content on one of those three directories, you're opening the possibility that people can find you uh, on a smart speaker. That's awesome. Hey, let and me then, ask you this. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. No, no I was sorry. just going to say, and then some of the hosts, podcast hosts like Libsyn and Spreaker uh, may create their own Stitcher, may create their own skill where you can also go into that skill and then ask for a certain podcast. So that's another way to get oh, to yeah. it. Oh, yeah. That's so a great tip. Multiple ways just by doing a podcast that people can listen to you on smart speakers, even if you don't create your own skill or your own flash briefing. But I think that's the difference between skill and flash briefing, even though flash briefing may technically be a skill. And that is your flash briefing is going to be short. It might be a highlight from your podcast or a high, you know, one fact 
fact or or a quick news briefing or whatever. But your your skill is where you would put your long form episodes of your podcast. That's awesome. That's a great that's a great tip. That's good to know, guys. Uh, really, really interesting information there that that we should definitely utilize. Let me ask you this, Ross. What? Let's talk a little bit about format and let's talk a little bit about what 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 should we as content creators what should be as small business owners big business owners and individuals think about when we want to create audio content and 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 you know I know you just came back from podcast movement I asked Brad the same question I want to ask you what 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 have you learned and and you're a practitioner too what have you learned or what have you recognized as um, the type of content for audio that people should be creating. I mean, is it, you know, we know with podcasting, even though there's a lot of solo artists out there, um, you know, for the most part, podcasting has that sort of dialogue or interview based kind of medium or format. What, what would you say are the best ways that we as, you know, creators and maybe people who are not you know, live streamers or people who are not, you know, strictly content creators, but just let's say somebody who's in real estate or somebody who's, you know, has a small business, like what, what would they be kind of creating and why? Do you know what I mean, Ross? Right, right. I I mean, I think it's wide open, right? I, I think many different types of content can work, whether it's a solo show, whether it's, um, an interview based show, whether it's a round table type of show, whether it's putting together multiple small interviews, um, it could be something that's sort of humorous and entertaining. It could be business like it. I, I mean, it just it's another place like like YouTube videos where people go and search for something. Sometimes you search for YouTube video because you want something to make you laugh or you want to see animals playing or whatever. And then other times. <laughs> It's like Those you cat know, videos. <laughs> how, how do I get my thing into the thing or whatever so I can start my show? So it's like you know you search that right. Like yeah. how does this thing work? And then you yeah. watch the video until the moment you get the information you need, and then you shut it and you go do what it is you need to do. Right? You're so out of there. We're listening to podcasts for all different all different reasons. the The thing of the, the podcast is. Is if you like the podcast and you're entertained by it, you'll tend to let it roll more because if you're busy, you can work while you listen to it. You can right. you can clean the house while you listen to it. You can whatever it is that you want to do, you can keep the podcast going, right? And you know, for the most part, unless it's listen to another podcast, then that wouldn't be <laughs> You know, or watch TV where you're listening to, the TV, but you get the idea. So it's it's a very flexible medium. I'm not sure I came away with the idea like there was a specific type of content you need you need to do. That's to good to know. Podcast. I mean, that's good to know. I think I think that's I think that that's that's something that I think stops a lot of people and stymies a lot of people. Is they think, well, I don't know how to interview people or I don't know how to, you know, uh, create, you know, this show or talk show or interview show because I, you know, I, with my podcast and I know with you too, Ross and and other, you know, colleagues of ours, you know, I, I actually enjoy doing sometimes the solo thing where I just like I do in a live stream or a webinar or what have you just kind of educate, inform, entertain, you know, I try to have a lot of as much fun as I can because, uh, it's going to be boring for me. If it's boring for me, it's definitely going to be boring for my audience. Uh, you know, right? So exactly. We have a much higher th- threshold what we tolerate from ourselves than what other yeah. people are going to listen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so like, I think, I think, like, you know, would you say, would you say, Ross, that 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 with audio, would you say that that creating audio content? that serves an audience in a way that, because you said, I like what you said about YouTube. It's the same kind of mentality, same type of methodology that look, you know, people want what they want. They want to get what they want. They want to get their problems and their solutions and their questions answered. Would you say that that's kind of the same sort of MO with, with podcasting and maybe all content creation or with audio, is it a little bit different? I mean, I think that's one of the MOs, right? Other times we want to be entertained. 
Other times we want to laugh. Other times we like feeling connected to a host because they resonate with us, their style, whatever, something, they, what, they, what they talk about, their take on things. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so so any of those things can be a reason that people tune in and tune in for straight long stretches of time. Um, but you kind of have to pick one right when you're creating a show and decide what is my focus going to be. Yeah. And then it doesn't mean you don't bring in other elements, right? You can do a, a an informational show and you can still make it fun. You can do a humorous show and still provide great information. You can, yeah. you know, you can do a, a tutorial and make it uh, really full of, you know, it could be full of sound effects and different things that keep people's attention. And you could also do a long form one in which, it's just you and you never really change it up as long as what you're talking about appeals to people. Um, I'm sure people who've been doing podcasts for 10 years and 13 and 15 and whatever will have definite ideas. And in many cases, there are some best practices to take. Um, but also, you know, it, it's it's the person who breaks outside the box who often leads people in a new direction, right? So there's there's things we haven't thought about that somebody will come on. I mean, you can do you can do an NPR style where you talk very softly. <laughs> very, you know. I'm talking with Professor Nez, who <laughs> has ventured through the lands of live streaming and podcasting over the past three years and discovered many interesting ways to share content. And then you can do, you know, one of these like morning shock jock thing, like, hey, Nez, you know, <laughs> you, you know, there's all types of different ways. It's just just like with I think you should do both, Ross. You, you're good at both. <laughs> <laughs> so you know yeah and i like what you said about i like what you said about you know it's the it's the innovators it's the it's the people who you know really kind of cap you know encapsulate their cre creativity to really kind of push the envelope right i mean that's something that i tell my clients all the time is make sure that you're definitely not trying to be like anybody else and bring your personality through because you, you, whether, whether you can manufacture virality, you can try all sorts of tactics and strategies, but if you're attracting, you know, an audience that's not based on who you really are, what's the point, right? I mean, I don't know what, what, yeah. what the point would be. And so I like what you said. I mean, these are great tips. These are great strategies. And I think what Ross you've done is you've shined a light on a medium You've shined a light on a genre that I, I truly believe a lot of content creators don't think about. Of course, video, 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 powerful, powerful, powerful live streaming to, you know, it's in my heart. I know Ross is a huge, huge believer in live streaming. His whole industry and his whole business, you know, really revolves around live streaming. And he is an absolute, you know, uh, giant in that, in that industry. But, but, thinking about audio and Ross has really tapped into this. And I think a lot of people should start thinking about it because this is so wild. As you said, I like how you said the wild, wild right, west. Right. Right. A lot of people are not, uh, a lot of people are not thinking about it and convenience. Think about convenience guys, Ross, tell our Nez nation audience, uh, you know, a couple of final thoughts and where they can find you. Uh, sure. And we'll, and we'll wrap it up. It's been, it's been, I just want to say, Awesome to have you, brother. Seriously. Thanks for all the info. Yeah. And thanks so much for having me. This was fun. Um, you know, I, I think you have to think about what you're passionate about and where your talents lie. Mm. So I'm I was super passionate about music when I got into radio. But I realized that my personality is not a DJ personality. If I said I was dancing around the studio, nobody would believe me. I mean, the DJ, the DJ says, you know, I'm dancing around these great these great tunes or whatever. You believe them. <laughs> I learned that, that he's not really dancing, creating an illusion. But the fact is, he's believable in doing yeah. that. But when I do interviews and talk and, and, and that style, I have a certain credibility to it that I don't necessarily not that I'm not credible with music, but I'm just not. You got to know what your personality is. So you find passion where where the personality and the passion, where the talent and the passion, where the talent and the business interests collide. That's your that's your sweet spot. 
Um, so like I love live streaming, but I know that audio is a medium that works well for me too. So I'm, I'm pushing in that and it, and you know, like I, I think we both recognized early it, people consume content in all different forms. So you distribute, you do your show live on video, but then you distribute it in the audio where you can distribute the audio for people who want that. You take a video clip and you put it on LinkedIn for people for whom that's their only social network where they consume any content, right? You take the the live video and you repurpose the the video on demand style video uh, on another on YouTube or somewhere else, right? So it's all about getting the content into people. You do a blog post with your with your show. All these things are providing people with other ways to consume your content because when you go live, it's only a small portion of the people that will actually watch or listen or read or somehow come in contact with your content. And then the flash briefing or using these uh, smart devices, smart speakers becomes another way that the content can live on. So we could take a clip from this show and put it in a flash briefing tomorrow uh, as well. As, you know, so it, there's just so many different ways to use these these different tools. And I think you learn you, you try and get your content in as many as possible uh, without, you know, you, you don't want to spend too much time on something that's not de delivering any value, of course, but. If you can be if you if it's easy to go to seven, seven podcast directories or eight podcast directories, because all you have to do is drop in your RSS feed or just get on iTunes. And then there's like six or seven of them that just pull it right from iTunes. You don't even have to submit it. Why not make that available? Because it does it. It costs it costs you next to no effort for the return. Right. Right. Getting on Spotify. Most people think it's this complicated process, depending on who your host is. It's clicking a couple buttons. It's submitting a little bit of information. And then you're on Spotify for as long as you have a podcast. And being that, you know, the Rolling Stones are on Spotify and Al Green's on Spotify and, you know, Jimi Hendrix. And Ross Spotify, Brand. Ross Brand's on Spotify. And Nez, Nations, Nez Nation Live <laughs> is on Spotify. Like, it's just cool to be on Spotify. Same with yeah. iHeartRadio. Like, every radio station in the country, it seems, is on iHeart. And so are we on iHeart, you know, and, and, and tune in, too. So get on all these platforms. They're, they're offering you an opportunity and, and, and leverage the, their brand the credibility that comes from their brand and their brand awareness and all that. And, and it, it's like a really good merger. That was a lot. I, I, I think that was brilliant. Easy, no, no, no easy wins. Right. <laughs> no, no. I, I actually thought that was brilliant because Eat your vegetables you know, and exercise every day, <laughs> do a hundred pushups a day. Will you, there you go. I think that was great because I advocate this all the time on my show, Ross. It, 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 you're, th there's nothing but upside. You put in a little bit of work. It's mm -hmm. not enough. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ross. I want your thoughts on this. Sure. It's not enough anymore to just be a musician. It's not enough anymore just to be a writer. It's not enough anymore just to have a business or to have a product or have a um, ebook or what have you, or be just a content creator you've got to become a good distributor. You got to become an efficient attention gaining um, distributor and marketer. I mean, you really do. Yeah. Uh, opportunities are endless now. I mean, Ross, you know me and my audience knows me. I'm everywhere on the planet. I try to be everywhere as much as possible. I have no problem putting in the work. You've got to put in the work. I think that's really important. And as Ross said, sometimes it's just a couple clicks. It's not like you're, you're not, you know, you're not lifting refrigerators, folks. You're not, you know, you're not, you're not lifting these big, you know, planks of wood and, and plywood. And, and you're not, you're not, you know, uh, uh, punching concrete, punching concrete. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> that would hurt. I don't know. <laughs> that would hurt. Bring it on concrete. <laughs> In one well, corner, Professor Nez. In the <laughs> other corner, it is the fighter who's been around since the beginning of time. Ladies and gentlemen, concrete. <laughs> Down goes concrete. Down goes, Down goes concrete. Con Nez with a right hook to the jaw. Concrete is down. 
Oh, that's that's the best impression I've seen of Howard Cassell I've ever heard. That's great, man. What a brutal fight. But then he goes into the soft talk. What yeah, a yeah. brutal fight. I can't yeah. believe these reporters thought this did make well, us really good out of this scene. I think and you got a future. Said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in five years, nobody will be left who knows who Howard Cosell. Nobody, I don't think anybody now knows who Howard Cassell is. <laughs> so, uh, so, so this has been awesome, Ross. You've really helped us out a lot. Understanding. Well, thanks so much for people. having me. Uh, this was really, uh, really interesting conversation and uh, a lot of fun. It's been it's been an absolute blast, brother. And, you know, I would I would implore you, uh, uh, Ross, to go go in into the live stream chat and leave all your information. People, you got to get it. you got to listen to Ross, especially his podcasts and his Alexa flash briefings. We all know him. He is a huge thought leader in the live streaming space. Uh, and you, I mean, if you're not there, that that's a given. But what I'm saying is make sure that you really uh, check out his audio content because he's doing amazing things in the world of audio and uh, podcasting. So uh, Ross is going to leave all his links. I'm going to put all the links in the show notes on iTunes and on the podcast. Uh, and we're, we're so grateful to have Mr. Ross Brand on the show. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Don't forget to make sure that you click like and follow uh, on our Nez Nation Live podcast business page on Facebook. You can also go to professornez.com forward slash podcast. Make sure that you subscribe. Make sure that you like so that every time we go live, I want you in the chat. I know a lot of the times the times aren't convenient, but I would really love you guys in the chat. I want to thank Kevin. I want to thank Sethi. I want to thank Gary. Thank you guys so much for uh, uh, joining us. We really appreciate it. And it's nice to have you. And uh, on behalf of Nez Nation Live, this is Professor Nez. Ross, thank you so much again. Um, we'll see you, you guys next time. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We really appreciate it. We'll see you guys next time. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.